I had a pretty awesome funeral for my grandma, Beverly Flaherty, today, and so we're all dressed up, and so we stayed dressed up for the evening broadcast, and I want to read to you the part in Acts that they had me read during the church service. It was pretty powerful. <laughs> okay. Welcome, everybody. That's ancient Hebrew for praise Yahweh. Yahweh, Haveh. I go like that. Like, Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ, who is Yahweh. I said, why not? Let's do a, a formal broadcast, not tuxedo night. Maybe in the future we'll have ballroom broadcasting. But why not pick it up a notch? Why not have a classy event tonight? So, no hat, no sunglasses, just formal for Jesus. I'm going to read from uh, Acts 10 34. Uh, it was a wonderful service today for my grandma's funeral. A lot of glory. It was in a Catholic Mass over in uh, Roseville, Minnesota, Corpus Christi, where my grandparents went to church for like 50 years. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. The Catholic priest was extremely reformed, talked about the kingdom, talked about the Holy Spirit, and uh, seer prophet Rebecca saw his angels at both of his shoulders. So he's a genuinely saved Catholic priest, so it made it a much more enjoyable service to not have, you know, a black priest of Molech there, you know. So it was a really good time. They asked me to read this part. I had the second reading during the Mass. It was Rebecca's first Catholic Mass ever. I've been to about a thousand of them. I grew up Catholic, going to Catholic school until the ninth grade so um, but this was different it's like Catholic renewal there are three demons on the top of the Catholic Church and we took those out and uh, <laughs> brought the brought the angels in and I had one of the craziest visions when we were singing one of the hymnals they had acoustic guitar, you know, it's not like the old organ and the pipes from Tartarus, like the old days when you're in Latin, but <laughs> the organ made out of human organs. This was like reformed acoustic guitar, and there was, there was glory on this song called, it wasn't called the pentacle of the sun, it was called the canticle of the sun, you might as well call it the pentacle. Because that's what they believe, and that's actually what it is through the Pentateuch, not witchcraft. It's through the five senses of the mind and the Word of God written on the Son of Righteousness, Jesus Christ, with the blazing Shekinah through, through the Son and the Spirit and the blood and the water through your spirit, soul, mind, and flesh. And we'll get into that this entire year. But as we were singing this song during the service, and I just want to share this vision I had before I read the part they asked me to read from Acts 10. <laughs> this song, you can look it up, it's a traditional Catholic song, and it says, 
On the path through the moon and the stars, we're going to God's throne. Now, I might have been offended by that in my old Assemblies of God doctrine, but I've gotten over it. And I've actually found the path of lightnings and the path of Enoch and the path of Jesus flying up into the sky physically, and it's real. It is the path of the moon and the sun and the stars. And as we sang that out loud, I went into a vision and I saw... I don't know if it was our group, the congregation, or the church, or Catholic revival, or Catholic awakening, what was going on. I don't have the full interpretation. I'll tell you this. In the vision, we were flying through the moon, then through the sun, then through the stars. I we're talking about faster than the speed of light, guys. In exactly the lyrics of the song, flying through the moon, and flying through the sun, and flying to God's throne went right through the stars into God's throne. <laughs> and it was like, in one second, in a flash of lightning, I saw this path physically with my, with my spiritual eyes and my natural eyes. It was on the inside of my natural eyes with my spirit and my soul and my flesh all synchronized in the vision. And I know for everyone who's overcoming, you're going to take the path through the moon, through the stars, to the throne and see God face to face if you keep growing in love for the Word and the Spirit and the things of God. There is so much religion that has blocked us from the promises. And I mean, I'm the first to confess that five years of Bible college coming out of bona fide Pharisee in 2006, and I thought I was fringe, you know, I thought I was razor sharp prophet. I realized you have to stay so humble all the time for the new thing God's doing that's higher than your current level of faith. <laughs> In 2006, you know, I'm with David Hogan and eight hours a day, David Hogan stuff, and I'm telling you, that challenged me coming out of the Assemblies of God. Today, it's like Enoch challenging David Hogan. You understand that? Today, it's like Enoch challenging the belief systems of Bill Johnson and Rick Joyner. You understand? That's where we're at. It's not going to challenge all the prophets. There's some really wild mystics. But it will challenge most of them. Over 99% of church leadership, Holy Spirit leadership of the entire body, called fivefold, in ministry, called of God. It's going to challenge you. It's going to challenge you upward. And here is the first and foremost thing that God the Father said is necessary coming out of the church age, which is earthly, okay? Revelation chapter 3, into the kingdom age, which is cosmic, which is Revelation 4.1. You have the end of the earthly church age. We've maxed it out. We've been at the cap. The eagles have flown through the firmament. There's been high flyers in the prophetic movement for a hundred years since William Seymour since Azusa Street we've had high flyers okay what we need to understand now is the firmament is open and the skyline is not our cap anymore the moon is not our cap the sun is not our cap Uranus the top of our planetary system is our cap and the cap will come off that and you'll continue to go up higher into eternal and infinite light of God the Father's throne. Whew! And it's going to peel off layer after layer of your soul 
until you're a radiant bride. Until the Shekinah is beaming out of you, brighter than the noonday sun. Now that's Jesus Christ in Acts chapter 9. He's not coming back to a defeated bride. We're rising up to him. Blessed are the overcomers. Which means Jesus ain't coming down to us. You need that completely rock solid in your heart. Jesus is not coming down. You are going up. Okay? That's clearly written in the word. Jesus is not coming down to fix your mess. You're going to rise to him. And as you rise, the spirit that God placed in you, the word of God inscribed inside your heart and inside your mind will transform you and the angels will heal you. So a lot of times we have just this pity party down here in the swamp and the slime of the earth and we just are asking the Holy Spirit to come, the angels to come, pray for me, pray for me, help me, help me, help me. The help He's given you is His Word that we believe, therefore the angels of the God I am, whom I serve, in, just say in, inscribe, which is not outscribe, inscribe the Word of God inside your hearts. And it's written on tablets of stone. It's not written on water. It's not written on blood. And it's not written on spirit. Although we need all three of those. It's written on stone. Book of Hebrews. It is written. The Word of God, the New Testament first, then the Old Testament second, must be inscribed upon the tablets of stone, which is the exact opposite of a stony heart. A stony heart is your mind locked off from your new creature in Christ that's in you. Christ in you, the hope of realizing the glory of anyone who has joined the Lord, the one spirit with the Lord. So a stony heart is the rejection of the promised land of Christ being formed within you. Forget those people. Those people aren't even Christians yet. They have nothing to do with the new covenant. They can get plowed somewhere else. Amongst the remnant that has plowed hearts that love God more than themselves, that are not worldly, worldly, that are holy, that are set apart for the things of God, serving the things of the Holy Spirit, the will of the Holy Spirit, the ideas and the plans of the Holy Ghost, and being faithful and true to the Word of the Spirit of God in their hearts and upon their minds and using their bones, their will, their flesh for the Holy Ghost. Now these are the remnant. And there is a mighty remnant down here. They're all the ones getting trained to be the harvesters of the end time harvest. And that's many of you at the sound of my voice. And some of you need conviction to become that that group and that crew. Some of you need to hear the word and repent. Change your inner man to agree with the calling and destiny that Jesus Christ has prescribed to your heart before he formed you in your mother's womb. It's called awakening. You just need to get flat out born again. You just need to give your heart to Jesus tonight. Amen. Give your whole heart to the Spirit of Jesus. Then, after, your clay in the potter's hands. What's the clay formed into? Something he can write his word upon. I will write my word, or my laws, it is written, upon their hearts and upon their minds. Now these are laws, the commandments of Jesus Christ. The New Testament in Hebrew is New Torah. New Testament is New Torah. 
truth anyhow. And when the new Torah of Rabbi, that's what they called him, Rabbi Jesus, the Messiah, when his teaching, his preaching, his word is inscribed upon the tablets in your heart and the tablets in your mind, there is a release of light. Where does light come from? Light comes from the word of God, Jesus Christ. John 1, you can read that in your own time. John 1, he is light and he is word. And they're synonymous in John chapter 1. The word is light. The word created lights, second heaven lights, which are stars. But he himself is God of gods, light of lights. Truth anyhow. And when these lights of the father of lights notice it's not father of light in the bible it's father of lights which means there is lights in you which is the inscribing of the word of god upon the tablets of moon sun and the nine planets of our solar system inside you and written upon you and i believe it's also upon your physical heart which is the 12th you are the 12th yeah There's 11, sun, moon, and nine. That's 11. And so, what's the 12th? Your heart. Your heart becomes a tablet, a planetary system. What is original design? The full image bearing of God's light. Now, God's the son of righteousness, Malachi chapter 4. God's a bright morning star. God's a star. So our God is a sun and a shield. In the New Testament, it is so much more powerful if you add the Old Testament understanding and you put merge them together. It's like the fulfillment of the potential possibility of man. So many people have taken the Old Testament and used it to just practice the second heaven light. That's called all your nation's governments. You know that? That's why you have stars on all your flags. Hello? So everyone of every ruling body on planet Earth, of every nation, your nation, all nations, has used the second heaven's lights in a cosmic understanding through the Old Testament to rule the Earth. Truth anyhow. You can call it Kabbalah. Jesus Christ calls it righteousness. Enoch called it righteousness call whatever you want the issue is those who've been up there some trying to do the best they can most greedy and evil (laughs) i mean there are literally rabbis that learned these things that were trying to be faithful to the calling of god on their lives and they called in the middle ages the devil you know what they called the devil the pope's christianity because they were getting killed and persecuted turns out The Pope was writing the grimoires, which are the darkest books of necromancy of conjuring demons and magic spells in the history of necromancy. And the rabbis in the Middle Ages called Middle Age European Christianity one thing, the devil. And they are 100% accurate. (laughs) And it has been exposed lately. We have historical evidence, rock solid, 100% evidence that the grimoires 
which are the darkest books of necromancy of human sacrifice and incantations of demons, were written by the Catholic popes. Truth, anyhow. And you know who stood against that? The Christians were out there on crusades. They lost their minds, guys. It, there was a remnant, no doubt, no doubt. There was some good mystics during the Middle Ages. I'm not discounting that. But the ones that really remained faithful to the word were many rabbis. They were running for, for their lives. There was like almost a, a Middle Age holocaust. Adolf Hitler ain't the first person to hate Jews, y'all. They've been a very hated people for a very long time. <laughs> but there's been a stewardship of the word. And those are the faithful remnant of Israel that are going to be re-engrafted to Messiah. Not through the papacy's black necromancy version of Christianity, an iniquity out here. And there's a mixture of that in the charismatic church. There really is. There is an external mixture of it until you're fully God inside minded, having the New Testament inscribed upon your heart and mind. There will be a measure of necromancy, witchcraft, and sorcery in your Pentecostalism. Penta. So the pen Pentateuch, you know, Pentacle, Pentecost, hallelujah. You know what it means. It's the baptism of the Holy Ghost through the path that I was shown today of moon and sun and stars. Through the five senses, which are Penta, Pentateuch, and Pentacle. So all of these realms are getting glorified during this time. Now, the best thing you people could do, and I'm a preacher, so I'm going to preach all this stuff to you, and it's going to be just a smearing of all the things we're going through together as a remnant company, as a tribe of Judah and the 12 tribes of the overcoming sons of God and the celestial cosmic Israel of God in Messiah are manifesting in the cosmic angelic heavenly sphere. So we're going to go through a lot of stuff. It's going to be completely wild. It's going to be incredible, amazing. The things God has in store for the overcomers are beyond human imagination. No matter how sanctified and pure you are right now, through prayer and fasting in the Word of God, you currently can't imagine how good the overcomers' realms actually are. It's better than anything you can imagine, and it's already in the heavens waiting for you to rise. It's already prepared for you. All you gotta do is rise up into it. That's it. And you're gonna rise by understanding through your diaphragm, the cosmos is within you. The path of moon, sun, and stars is in you. You have a golden ephod in you. You have a silver ephod in you. You have a gemstone ephod in you at birth. When you're born again, you get the deposit of the potential possibility of becoming exactly like the high priest and apostle, Jesus Christ with the perfect spirit ephod, perfect soul ephod, and a perfect flesh ephod of all sun, moon, and stars orbiting through your heart with the full glory of the Word of God and the heavens and the path of the heavenlies and the path of the lightnings and the path of all the angels. Enoch said, I saw the path of all the angels. And then he writes about it. What does he say? sun, moon, and stars, and then he gave you all their names. So anyone that reads 1st Enoch, which was considered scripture until 500 AD, will understand what Enoch's talking about. 
He is preparing you for your celestial ephods through the breastplate of righteousness that the high priest wore that was 12 stones representing the 12 tribes of Israel that represent and symbolized the sun and the moon and Mercury, Venus. We'll go through them. Sun. This is the path of lightning. So let me just spell it out for you right here, live at Joel's Bar. It goes Earth, Moon, then it goes Mercury, Venus, Sun, Mars, shoot over to Jupiter, through Pluto, to Saturn, new Saturn, amen, white Saturn, no longer black Saturn, new Saturn, bam, name change, it's called Bina, which means wine and celebration, there's a Hebrew Saturn, an original design Saturn, a Moses, a Torah Saturn, that's going to have Messiah in it through the Christians down on earth rising up through this path. As you rise, these planetary spheres and systems, Saturn, then it shoots over to Neptune, and from Neptune, it shoots unto above the crown, which is Uranus, Keter. And Keter is the crown of lightnings, the emanations of the Father's will, through the temple, which is now a cosmic body. In the training of righteousness, it's a celestial body, which the Apostle Paul said would be the overcomer's rewards. We yearn for a cosmic celestial body that Jesus prepares for us in the heavens. Now he's prepared for this 2,000 years later. We better be ready for it. I know there's a lot of iniquity that stands against it because it sounds like everything of the occult that the demons have told you is bad. Truth is, it's absolutely scriptural. It's so biblical that if you reject it, you reject the promised land himself. Jesus is the moon. That's written in Revelation now. Don't look at me like that. The Bible says Jesus is the moon. The Bible says, Revelation 12, the overcomer is standing on the moon. What you need, charismatic church, mixture with iniquity, coming into righteousness, coming into the realms of the overcomers, the true path of scripture, old Torah, and now new Torah, what you need is new Torah written upon the moon inside you. Right here, right in your diaphragm. When new Torah loose is written upon your spirit inside your heart, you will begin to stand as a spirit being on the moon. This is step one for all of you. Forget the sun. You will never even understand the sun at all until you first stand on the moon. The moon is in your diaphragm. The moon's right here. It's the first step out of the earth into the heavens. This is the path. This is the way. And it's written in the word today. The word of God says Jesus Christ is the moon. And the Hebrew name for the moon is Yasad. It's the brilliance. And if you read Enoch, there's four names in Enoch for the moon, which represented later on, thousand years later, the four mothers of Israel. But you notice one was a sliver, another was a sliver, and then Leah was new moon or no moon. 
but Rachel was the full moon. So in Rachel representing the bride of Christ, all four are one. So there's no sliver moon in the new covenant. You're in the perfected promises now. There's no zero moon. Jesus Christ said to be a blood moon. Joel's army has a blood moon. Blood, fire, bills of smoke, and the moon shall be turned to blood, which is the full cleansing of the reflection of man's mind of God's Shekinah glory loose upon you now. The moon reflects the sun, but the moon is the full container of all the cosmic written word of God since the Bible says, Genesis 1, Jesus Christ, who is Yahweh creator, made the sun, made the moon, the greater light to rule by day, the lesser light to rule by night, and he made all the stars. Can someone just say all the stars? You know that's written in the Bible. Genesis 1, read it. Read it in this glory and awaken. Now understand what the purpose of moon and sun and stars are. Do you have a celestial body? Do you already have that celestial body or are you waiting for it to come down from above? What if the above realm came into you when you asked Jesus, who is maker of heaven and earth, the day you're born again? Wouldn't that make sense? Wouldn't that be a revelation? If the Creator entered into your heart at spiritual birth, if you're truly born again, and I believe you are, if you're born again, that means you have Creator, Yahweh, Genesis 1 guy, that guy, the angel of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth came into your heart. And if you understand that he's the Genesis 1 creator, that means you can stay above on moon, on sun, on stars, in all of their light and splendor and have dominion over the earth from the moment you first believe in Jesus. But because church age Christianity is mostly iniquity, which is earthly valley of the shadow of death teachings, you are not taught you are from above, like Jesus Christ said in John chapter 3. You are taught you're sinners in the dirt, and you're always going to be, and just use the New Testament to correct external behavior. That's blasphemy. That's actually iniquity. That's necromancy. That's actually denying what he did on the cross to open the heavens in your hearts when Creator, Yahweh, came into your heart. Jesus Christ is his name. Now open your hearts and renew your minds to the cosmos inside you. When your mind's renewed to Creator in your hearts, you will experience an open heavens far beyond anything the charismatic church has yet experienced. This is the promised land. The promised land is the moon, the sun, and the nine planetary systems working as a cosmic tree of life, as cosmic celestial garments inside your hearts right now. All you need to do is have the word written on you. You don't need the flesh. You don't need more than what you currently have. You have it deposited in your diaphragm. Here's where we miss it. You trying to add unto the works of God externally through witchcraft. 
What the demons tempt y'all to do after you're born again is practice witchcraft and not believing that God put the Jack and the Giant Beanstalk seed inside your spirit at birth or that you don't actually have it in there because your conscience is so seared and separated from that seed of the kingdom deposited in your spirit the day you first believe. What you need to do is go back and reconnect to your spirit, which is called softening your hearts because you have a hardened heart through sorcery, which is iniquity and religion. Christian sorcery, which is Christian iniquity, hardens even charismatic believers' hearts so they never realize the glory of the full potential of the kingdom, which is the cosmic realm through Creator, Messiah, Jesus Christ in their hearts. You understand? So it's a calloused heart. So the issue is in hearing the word, not hardening your hearts, softening them, so your mind can go through your diaphragm where the word of God's working in your spirit into your cosmic overcomer's mansions. In my father's house. Now the Bible says, where's the father's house? What house will you build for me? Heaven is my throne. Heaven is my house. Now that's what the Bible says multiple times. That building in the earth apart from the cosmic house and the path of the stars, the path of Enoch, what Enoch had to walk through, what Jesus Christ of Nazareth walked through, what Moses walked through, what Elijah walked through. These realms that you walk through, walking up into the heavens through Christ in you, which is an internal resurrection that's written in Philippians chapter 3 verse 11, having been raised spiritually and morally from the dead while in the body. That's scripture now. Philippians 3 verse 11, having obtained spiritual and moral resurrection that lifts us out from among the dead, even while in this, 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 that, that, that body, loose in Jesus' name. That body, this body, the one you're in now. Not a one coming, the one that came into you. Now he's materializing heaven through you tonight in Jesus' name. Where we miss it is we're looking for it out here like zombie land. Help, 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 help. And the helper came in. The helper came in and he's awakening from within. Now this is the song of songs path of the overcomers into the cosmos. Notice she had a regeneration. She found her beloved on the outside. There was a glory to it. Now, I had a glory materialize on the outside of me when I was an infant in Christ. For seven days, when I was six months old in the Lord, at Minnesota Teen Challenge, there was a physical manifest Shekinah glory cloud on the outside for seven days straight, 24-7. Anytime staff would come into my room, they'd immediately get laid out under the glory cloud. We're just whacked in the glory for seven straight days in an external physical manifest cloud. And I was a total infant, a six month old in the Lord. Because when you're young in the Lord, he reveals himself to you on the outside. Now, Song of Songs says he disappears, but he didn't disappear. He's just showing you where he went in you. He was in there. He had to awaken your senses to show you how much more was available on the outside. 
That's why some of you, infants in Christ, have a lot of stuff on the outside. But then there comes a point, Song of Songs 2, 3, and 4, where is he? I can't find him. It's not Dark Night of the Soul. It's the discovery of the perfecting of the new covenant of finding him inside your heart. And then she discovers him through the door of her heart, Revelations 3.20, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the lover of our soul, soul, stands at the doorway of your heart's wanting entrance in. And if you open the door, we'll fellowship face to face, which means no longer dimly as a reflection in a mirror. Now out rain sunshine. This is how you go from moon to sun, which means it's no longer a reflection within. You open the door, God inside minded. You understand your spirit's the gateway to the cosmos because you have creator God, the word that made the heavens and the earth is indwelling your innermost beings, your souls, and flooding your personalities, constantly being made new below and above all the time. Amen. And anything that resists that is a demon spirit, sorcery, witchcraft, sin, sickness, and disease that gets incinerated by the word of God, by the lightning of God, by the power of God, the fire of God, angels of God, loose and smite the stuff out of every spirit, soul, and flesh at the sound of my voice. We want to rise from the realm of the dead and everything in us that belongs to Satan, Samael, and Lilith of the kingdom of the fallen angels, Cain, and demons and evil spirits. We want it surgically removed by the word in our spirit, souls, and flesh to become last day celestial temples of all God's lights. Not just a little deposit of spirit light down in the dirt feeling bad for ourselves in Pentecostal defeat but Pentecostal glory to glory until we're in the overcomer's realms over the earth, over the moon, over the sun, through the sun, and over all the planetary systems in our world that the sorcerers and the wicked and the offspring of Cain have stolen from the Christians. Truth in you. And the Christians that get this revelation and the Christians that realize what I'm saying to them tonight won't be just church-age Christians. The times of Gentile Christianity are over. Now are the times for Israel. Israel. Now is the time of the 12 tribes merged with the 12 apostles of the Lamb for the climax of the kingdom ages. The climax of the angels ages. Forget the demons. Forget the sinners. Forget whatever the sorcerers and the liars are doing. Now is the time of the righteous and the faithful and the true. Blessed, happy, to be envied are they who overcome the world Greek word cosmos, which means planets. 
which means you're gonna have to overcome false glory stolen glory on mercury you're gonna have to overcome false love lust fornication which is nakedness on venus for the purity of the white dove inside and out and the path of lightnings has all the angels in it that help you inherit salvation so it gets easier if you rise but harder if you don't and if you don't it's because you rejected the word of the teachers of the resurrection truth in him god doesn't bring judgment except through the rejecting of going higher in heaven noah a preacher of righteousness raised the standard and condemned the world so he raised a standard it is written without a raised standard without a preaching that's raised a teaching that's raised a real torah a real absolute law of the luminaries of sun moon and stars don't expect judgment you might try to get judgment through vengeance and through sorcery and witchcraft and necromancy but real judgment only comes through the written inscribed word that god has already placed in the heavens for seasons and times everything else is incantations everything else is spell casting trying to do stuff outside of god's timelines i tell you what every form of manipulation under the sun is down here they try to manipulate god to do anything down here god won't do anything apart from his word the bible said the worlds all of them thousands of worlds were created by his holy word which means the deeper the higher you get into the word the more you get in to god's justice judgment government unchanging nature and angels and when you get into angels and when you get into his word and you get into the cosmos and you get into the temple that god created your bodies you're not getting into the flesh you're getting into the word sown into the spirit of the believer's heart out of your belly's full of rivers there's no flesh in the river but the river can't receive the inscription of the word can it the word cannot be written on water it can't we've been trying in the glory stream to write the word on the stream it doesn't stick does it and there's no new testament scripture for it there's no old testament scripture it's totally unbiblical we've been afraid to go higher onto the moon sun and planets of our solar system where the new testament actually gets in to say in inscribed the inscribing of new testament new torah of rabbi jesus and he don't have to be yeshua hamashiach you don't have to be weird god's normal but this is where we're going and it is rabbi level 9000 and it is the fulfillment of all the promises to the jews so it's as jewish as jewishness gets without the legalism without the levitical rules and regulations i mean we're in new new torah new covenant guys 
which is the absolute glorification of the wisdom of the prophets, which is the words of the prophets, and the wisdom of Moses. Woo! Now, the wisdom of Moses is so great that at 120, the Bible says he'd conquered death. So if you get into Pentateuch, first five books, as deep as Moses' wisdom, you can't die. Understand that. When we hear Moses, because of the cringeworthiness of hypergrace and all the iniquity in the charismatic church and the evangelical church has so much iniquity, we think rules. It ain't about rules. The wisdom of Moses ain't about rules. Moses is standing with the Lamb on Mount Zion, New Covenant, Revelation 15. Moses represents creator and creation. When you hear Moses, think the lights that the Father is the Father of lights of. Because without Moses, there's no creation story. There's no written Torah of the moon as God's moon. And then it's just pagan's moon. Without Moses, the moon just belongs to devils and warlocks. Right? But with Moses, the moon belongs to God and his people because it's inscribed. That's why the scribe of righteousness, Moses, is quintessential for the overcomers according to the book of Revelation. They sing the song of Moses. It's the song of Moses, so it's the wisdom of Moses. It's not the Levitical religiousness of Moses. We're not going back into animal sacrifice. We're moving forward into promised land, new covenant, realities and realizations and manifestations. New covenant realities which requires an understanding of the wisdom of Moses if you read the last book of the New Testament. There's Jewish stuff in there constantly. Twelve tribes and Brian Simmons in the Passion Translation goes into the rich meaning of the names of the tribes. So check out the Passion Translation footnotes of Revelation and all the mysteries in there. And there's even much deeper stuff than that. Woo! We're going to go way deeper than even the best of the best of the charismatic church. And we love the best of the best. This isn't competition. This is not strife. This is union in the New Testament, New Torah, especially when you get on the moon. Especially when you get on the sun. When you get through the false stolen glory of Mercury, and you've been tasting this stuff on the inside, whether your brains know it or not, half of you are going to be shocked because it's going to line up with explaining your whole past lives these realms are dormant in everyone until they're glorified by revelation you have the cosmos in all of you whether in darkness or in light so this isn't like you get your own new moon in you it's always been there it's always been in you you've always had the ability to have the ephod because that's god's image you're created like god you have the high priest image, the creator's gemstone image. You have the breastplate of righteousness, the image of God the Father in you. But if you're in darkness, it's dormant with fallen angels lording over your cosmic heavenly sphere. That's why there's no emanation, no Shekinah, no purity, no holiness. It's all fornication. It's all religion. It's all idolatry and immorality. And that's what the Bible says. Until it's activated. Just say activated in us then it begins to work by its own power by the word of god that created it 
which is Moses's Torah, the creation story of the moon as God's moon, the government of night. That's God, guys. That's the government of God. The enemy doesn't get Moses. The enemy does not get the Old Testament. The Old Testament is our prophets of our kingdom. The enemy don't get nothing unless we give it to him out of deception. How many of y'all know we're taking it all back? I want the Old Testament. I want the prophets. I want Moses and Satan and the demons and the fallen angels. Don't get none of them in written form on any planetary sphere in our galaxy. And it's as simple as that. Because we understand our inheritance, we give him nothing. What he gets when you understand what belongs to us as kingdom company is nothing. Nada. Nilch. Zippo. Zilch. What's another one? Zero. Zero. You don't get anything, devils. And they know that. Christians need to know that. Then the heavens are the Lord. And the earth is his footstool. Now understand this. God gave us the heavens. God gave Moses the heavens. God gave the prophets the heavens. Elijah was in a chariot of fire in the invisible and visible using the heavens. He goes up in a whirlwind into the heavens. Guys, find a prophet. Ezekiel flew 1,000 U.S. miles in geography, physically, by God pulling him by his dreadlocks as a Nazarite. He never cut his hair, so God just grabbed all that hair, is an easy target, and yanked him a thousand miles through the heavens. That's like four million kilometers. Imperial. You can't understand that, because you have metric. How far... <laughs> U.S. pray. How far Ezekiel flew, guys? You know that's cosmic? You know that's the ability of the path of the stars? All the mysticism done by Jesus Christ and the apostles was second heavens. Mysticism. Now, even the miracle workers down here that are in denial are using the mid-heavens as a pathway for the abilities and the giftings of God. Where's the verse for that? Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of Lights. You think it skips the paths of the stars and the sun and the moon? It has, it never has once. Someone prayed it down. Someone wasn't a religious blockage to the path of lightnings and the path of the angels and kept the heavens open when the pastor just was like a religious fanatic and just received it from the intercessor that opened up the path of the sun and the moon and the stars above the pastor's head. And the pastor just has the stage demonstrating what the intercessor opened up because the intercessor is less religious than the pastor and that's about 90% of glory churches on earth right now. Truth anyhow. No, it's not always. Sometimes you have a, a mystic leader. But it's usually you have prayer warriors that are bringing stuff down and breaking through in the heavens. And some of them are going to begin to see this path of Enoch. I'm telling you now, you look at Enoch on YouTube some of these recordings of Enoch have 4 million views in the first year. The hunger for divine righteousness, celestial righteousness, promised land righteousness 
is great. There is a hunger for greed and manipulation and power of those realms. Yes, there are wicked people out here. We don't need to tell you that. That's obvious. What we do need to tell you, there is a remnant Elijah company that hasn't bowed to the stolen ability of the cosmos. That are willing to die on the cross daily to go higher in the tree of life's ability, even if it's a little uncomfortable with your backgrounds. Which will probably be a little bit sensitive to talking about the moon. The moon will get them. You say moon and then you're like, Mercury and Venus? Oh, buddy. Oh, Mercury, not so much. Okay, because I got Mercury at least in my thermometer. That's kosher. Venus? That's where all the lust is. All the most horrible people talk about Venus. The most immoral... It's all the abuse of the promised land. There was giants in Canaan, people. There were giants in Canaan. Yes. Every sphere is the most abused realm you could ever imagine. The abuse of the, of the moon is severe. The abuse of all planetary skills and abilities of the internal dormant man is maxed out through the sorcerers of Babylon the Great that have understanding of these realms apart from Jesus Christ. They hate Jesus Christ, y'all. We love Jesus Christ. We serve Jesus Christ. We're his friends. It will do anything for him. This is righteousness, people. When a righteous remnant rise up to the places where the sorcerers of Babylon the Great in the cosmic sphere have been ruling from using stolen moon, using stolen Mercury, using stolen Venus, stolen Sun, using stolen Mars, using stolen Jupiter, stolen Pluto, stolen Saturn, one of their main prides is stolen Saturn of the fallen angels and their sons, Cain's race down on the earth called the sorcerers or the upper class. True. Bilderberg Group understands the abuse of this stuff. Freemasons understand the abuse of this stuff. Not all of them. A lot of them are religious too, which means they cut off their celestial ability. But the ones that open up the cosmic realm are the sorcerers of this world system, Babylon the Great. That is arch enemy, y'all. Arch enemy. Every nation has people trained in the above realm to keep the Christians, who are the rightful inheritors of these realms, out of it. That's why you go through dire persecution in pioneering the actual cosmic promised land of the sun, moon, and all stars. All stars. Why? Because the ones that fell are already cast down. That's what the Bible says. They're cast down. Now, what you got up there is disembodied angels robbing the second heaven stars, and the angels are dormant because they can only operate through Christians' bodies and temples consecrated on earth as it is in heaven. You are the consecrated temple that must rise into that place as seers. Purchase eye salve so you can see on the moon, see on the sun, see on all the nine planetary systems. Without seeing, you can't overcome nothing. Jesus Christ said, Revelation 3, every overcomer of the world is a seer. Not just Bob Jones. All of you. Eye salve to see in your hearts, see in your minds, and see with your flesh burnt up from lust. Lust is what blinds you. You know that? Lust is what blinds you 
from seeing with the holy eyes of, of Jesus Christ, Revelation 3, that you buy from him by tithing more than 10%. Oh, yeah, oh, there we go. I knew this was heresy. You know, you know who's watching out here. The good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> no, no, no. Cheerful giving. Once you rise, you'll love to give into what the kingdom's doing. What you buy is giving him your base nature. Giving him your earth suit. Your earthly ability is the price you pay for celestial ability. Those who cling and retain to the realm of the dead, they have denied him. They've denied him in the cosmos. They've denied him in the heavens. They have denied Torah. They have denied creator of all creation. They have denied that they are the government of the light of the moon of night. They have denied that they are the government of the day of the sun, which are both the governments given to God's covenant race, Israel, and Christianity. Truth anyhow. Christianity is Judaism with Messiah in it, which changes everything, guys. Woo! It's, is it a different religion? It's the fulfillment of the Jewish religion. Yes, it's a different religion. It's completely different covenant. Covenant. You're no longer from below. Now you're with him above if you allow him to give you what he did through the prophets and Moses. If you don't, you don't get Joseph's technicolor dream code of sun, moon, and stars. You don't get the cosmos. You don't get the times and seasons. You don't get the song of Moses. You don't get the constellations, which scripture says are the seasons and the months and the years. You don't get dominion over time. You lose everything. Do you understand that? If you don't use New Testament to inherit Old Testament, you will die in the dirt. You'll die in Christian poverty, abject poverty, like most have, y'all. But if you use New Testament to fulfill Old Testament, like Rabbi Jesus actually taught in the red letters, you ain't dying in poverty. You ain't dying under time and slavery of just eight to five, all cubicle city. You might go through that in your testing just to get all the earthly out of you. You're going to go through all your earthly crap getting burned out of you until it's just celestial, heavenly, and there's no more crap anymore. It's like literally sun, moon, and stars which are the tablets of stone that he writes the New Testament upon. And there ain't no crap up here, Buckwheat. Zip. Zilt. Nada. No crap. Nothing. Zero. Zero. Come on now. What's another one? That's about all of them. Maxed them out. Yep. The creativity. (laughs) Leave some for us. You can write in the comments. Other forms of saying zero synonyms of zero ministries worldwide international you know bob jones said zero is a good number he said zero is the number of god that's a direct quote because it has no beginning and no end you know what the word of god that made sun and moon and stars is zero the sun is a faithful witness in the sky it endures for what does psalm say forever forever. The moon is a faithful witness in the sky. It endures. What does the Bible say? Scripture now. Forever. Zero. Which means it has 
It did have a beginning. No, it was created, but it remains forever. It is the zero of God. The law that you're getting into now isn't just the rules of Christianity, the rules of Judaism. It's not the Ten Commandments that were symbolic. It's the sun, moon, and stars that are forever. This is the realm of eternity. This is the celestial overcomer's promised land. This is the new covenant promised land. Come on now. Ain't no sorcery in these realms unless there's sorcery in your realms. Ain't no darkness in these realms unless there's darkness in you. To the pure, all things are pure. To the defiled, all things are defiled. Which means if you believe the moon's defiled, your moon in you is black moon. And you're just screwed up, mentally ill, bipolar, schizophrenic, nut job. Christian religion, psychotic everywhere. If you believe the sun's bad and the sun is like some kind of occult thing and Torah is false, creation and creator are false, not for you, not the government of day, not the government of night, I'm just down here practicing religion. How many of y'all know you're in black sun, you're a worker of iniquity, and you are arch enemy and antichrist right now? And that's the opposition against this message tonight. We're burning it up. Some of you getting it because you know it's sound doctrine from scripture. Other ones of you, you're just going to die with the stones covering you, weeping and gnashing of teeth, going to lake of fire forever. I ain't going to lie to you. There's some of that right now here too. Which one am I? Make a good decision today. Let him change you in every way. God wants to bring forth his zero in you. God wants to bring forth his moon in you. God wants to bring forth his sun in you. How do you stay above Mercury and Venus? By the word. How do you stay above the moon? Even the Old Testament, they're above the moon. You know, Mary, as a teenager, was standing on the moon, birthing the Messiah, Revelation 12.1. Even Orthodox Christians believe that, and they don't even have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but that's how they interpret that verse. How did she get up there? It's symbolic. No, it's literal, man. The government of night. Amen. The government of night. And that is, this is perfect night. This is a night with no demons in it, people. How about that? No night terrors, no nightmares, no negativity, no sadness, no sorry. It all flees away. How do we get into the realm where the evening is like cloud by day, fire by night? Cloud by day, fire by night. Now, that is to get them into the promised land. It is by believing the New Testament and the Old Testament upon the cosmos as the stones that the angels write God's word upon in you. See, now, your realm of overcoming is based on believing the gospel. How are you saved? By believing the word. Believing the word and having to go into water, being in the river of life, being drinkers, that's fun, but that's not the full story. It's not that it's unbiblical. It's the beginning of becoming biblical. It's just the beginning, people. And don't ever think the river goes away, because they don't. The blood never goes away. It's the blood covenant forever. Spirit never goes away. Spirit remains forever. Spirit's God. It's the blood of God. It's the water of God. It's the living waters from his throne. None of it's going away. It's going to be a deeper, richer teaching of what you had during the church age fully realized in your temples emanating the full ability of the New Testament and the Old Testament in those temples of those bodies that you're wearing right now. 
And those bodies will be cosmic garments. You'd be surprised. There ain't that much to change in you. You might have strongholds in your mind thinking it's, it's impossible. Angels, do it like that. In a New York second. Snap, crackle, pop. Your obstacles, your, it's just you. The problem is you. Now, you get out of the way, let God be God, and you just be the passive re dependent recipient of salvation. He can change you as much as you're willing to yield. As long as you get your hands off, you get your head off. Head off, hands off. Where's that? Beast. You can't have your head on or your hands on. He's your head, the head of the body. He's your outstretched right hand, the Holy Ghost. Get your head off and your hand off because you're full of devils. Loose. And let him be the head of your body. Let him be the hand of your body. Yield to the Holy Ghost. Yield to the power of his word that created the heavens, that maintains the orbit that he spoke in Genesis 1. He didn't have to speak again. No! He's not speaking again. He already spoke. Oh, what he spoke was wrong. That's what caused the fall. You believe that. I don't believe that anymore because that's lies. I hate lies. Lies are what kill us. What God spoke was perfect in the beginning. Only thing he did was bring a sacrifice to get us back into the perfect word that he spoke in Genesis 1. Perfect. And he ain't changing it. Not for your hyper grace 21st century BS millennial Christianity of crap. He ain't changing his Genesis 1 for your culture or your nation or for whatever crap you believe in. God changes not, it is written. I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. Which means we change. What do we change into? Going back to the original word of Genesis 1 with Jesus Christ. And getting back into the government of day. Getting back into the government, government of night. Getting back into the stars and their angels, it is written. So where are the angels? Forget the fallen angels. They don't exist in this teaching. You burn them up everywhere you go. If you have this inscribed on you, you incinerate them everywhere you go. They'll scream out like they did to Jesus if you begin to practice what I preach. Truth anyhow. They will scream in horror as you approach. They'll reveal themselves on every face. They can't hide when you practice this much light. There's nowhere to hide from this level of light. This is their end and they know it. You need to know it. Get the doubt out of you. Truth anyhow, practicing what we preach is the full manifestation of sonship, which is Jesus Christ, the Word of God, Creator Yahweh. Amen. Which means all you got to do is bring them your temple, living sacrifice. If you cling and retain, try to do it yourself with your head in your hand, you nullify by your tradition, which is man's ability, the working of the word. You're the workers of iniquity, not God. You're the one cutting yourselves off and really, oh, we're beat up by that. No, it's true. There's no beat you up in these words. I'm trying to help you, I'm trying to heal you, I'm trying to get you over your head, I'm trying to get you out of your hand. <clears throat> it's not hard. It's in every single word as someone rises. It's through communication of these higher realms above the moon above Mercury, above Venus, and above the sun. Once your sun's sealed in your heart and your mind, 
things go on autopilot because all the New Testament is now working as it was created to do through the Son and its glory. The Son of Righteousness is the Son, the Word, the Blood, the Water, the Spirit through your hearts. Truth in you. Until the Son opens those seals you're going to have a below the sun interpretation which is darkness iniquity self-effort it'll be your brain and your hand which is under the fallen angels you'll be in egypt what is egypt under the sun what is zion through and above the sun truth anyhow which means that the seals are open you're in the realm of the overcomers some of these people can practice these realms before they even have the revelations or the teachings of these realms. That's why if you were smart out there, you'd become the best students of Rebecca's righteousness in Red Letter Ministries because she's a predestined, foreordained teacher of above the sun righteousness and she's released in her destiny to teach righteousness to the nations. Which means if you have teaching from the church age that's killing you and you're accursed all you need is kingdom age teaching from god's sent teachers which are apostles special messengers which is what rebecca is the fastest way to grow some of you that are just completely clueless and lost and are self-defeated self-inflicted then you don't understand any correction or discipline and that's a lot of you religion has really destroyed your souls destroyed your dna and it's a mess the best thing you can do is get under rebecca's teaching and get reconstructed go into construction and learn the teachings of righteousness learn all about it it's not hidden from you and be reconstructed this is not religion this is righteousness which means if there is a problem there's always a solution the solution to most of your problems is your teachings are absolute garbage your belief systems are so dark in your brains you're full of deception and full of lies which means you need to get full of revelation and full of truth grace revelation and truth came through Jesus Christ. Those that have risen by the spirit of truth that leads into all truth, the great wisdom of the Son, of righteousness, Kenan's wisdom, first family wisdom, wisdom of the planetary spheres and their abilities of the government of Genesis 1, of Yahweh and creator and creation and that wisdom of those abilities written in Enoch, people are teaching it in a kindergarten level so you can learn it. If you learn righteousness, you will always flee from wickedness. Unless, of course, you love wickedness. Then you'll never grow because you like the darkness. You actually love the wages of wickedness. You actually love religion. Now, as sick as that is, there's a lot of people down here that love religion. They love charismatic religion, which is iniquity. They're lovers of iniquity. They are the wicked. They are arch enemy. They are antichrist. Every apostle in the New Testament says has have nothing to do with them. The Bible says don't even eat with them. Don't let them in your house. It is written. Now that's scripture. John said it. Paul said it. Peter said it. Jude said it. Stains at your love feast. It's in every single apostle's doctrine in the New Testament. 
a people that love iniquity and hate righteousness. What did Jude and Peter say? They would be slanderers of celestial bodies, which is mature ones. They would be attackers of the weos, the sons of God, who begin to wear celestial garments and teach righteousness. They're the attackers of the teachers of the cosmic spheres, of the realms of the overcomers, because they've overcome and came out of the earthly into Revelation 4.1, into the celestial heavenly. Truth anyhow. That's how you know when you're surrounded by antichrists. And many of you are. Some of you that's in the same house, what do you do? Press in yourself, burn them up. As you rise up yourselves, you will bring judgment and a standard down to everyone around you. Noah, preacher of righteousness, raised the standard, judged the world, which means as you rise upon the moon, everything under the moon is judged around you, which means all the blood-sucking leeches and vampires and fake friends and fake believers burn at a moon level. So at least you have moon level righteousness in your spirit. Go up a little higher, the fake of the false glory, the fake of the stolen glory of Mercury, which is that planetary sphere, will burn in you and off of you, which means all those fake and false antichrist archenemy of that sphere will be burned away from you. And the true and the holy and the loyal and the wise of that sphere will be drawn to you. The realm of the overcomers in all the planetary spheres as you go from glory to glory. And this is the truth anyhow. All of you, please test this word, walk in it. Woo! Change your nations in a day. Take the overcomers realm, the celestial realm, through your diaphragm and see that everything I'm teaching you is not the absolute truth of the Canaan of the new covenant. The cosmos is the Canaan of the new covenant. And there are Canaanites in the land called all kinds of sorcerers, all kinds of witches and warlocks, astral projectors, the occult, every nasty, horrible thing, all the most powerful principalities, they're all in these realms. So you're going to have to be real, otherwise you'd be struck down by them and you die. So, you know, walk at your own risk. But you're better making an attempt and dying on the path than just dying down in the dust and never even trying, amen? At least you're trying to go into the promised land. You get credit in heaven as righteousness for that. Seek me first the kingdom and you get some stuff added unto you. There'll be some rewards. If you just sit there and bury your investment of the kingdom of heaven within your belly and never rise from the dead and die with the dead, you're not going to heaven. You'll go to hell for eternity. Which means you have to make progress in Christ. Anyone that turns back is not worthy of me. It is written, keep your hands to the plow because the plow is plowing in you. You're what's getting plowed. Our spirit's getting plowed. Our soul's getting plowed. Our flesh getting plowed. For Jesus Christ, Yahweh, Seveat, Lord of hosts, to take up residency in the bride as the temple of all Shekinah. Woo! He's coming back to a bride, a people group of overcomers that are the full embodiment of the government of all lights, not just spirit lights, not just angel lights, moon lights, sun lights, and all star lights, and that is the truth anyhow. And when you start to get into those lights, it will burn off the elemental spiritual forces of wickedness. Cancers will be healed. Sickness will be healed. Disease will be cured. As you begin to rise, your health clears up because it heals your DNA. You're going back to God. The more and higher you rise to God, the greater your clay becomes inside 
and out. You won't need Botox. You'll look young at 100. You won't need all the supplements, but as you rise, you probably do need to eat healthy. You need to be good steward because you're taking it out of the total value of shadow of death. So don't just eat McDonald's and die like an idiot. There needs to be a stewardship. No one ever harmed their body. It is written. Don't harm the body. Be a steward of the body. The Bible says anyone that harms the body, God will harm them. So you need to be a steward of the temple God prepared for you. God prepared a body for me. It is written. God prepared a body for you. I don't care if you like that body or not. It's a body. Use it to go back to God. That's what the step of the moon is. That's what the step of Mercury is. That's what the step of Venus is. That's what the step of the sun is. And once you're into the sun, all these teachings will be so illuminating you. When you read the New Testament, it will not be anything sealed anymore. All the word of God will leap off the page. Lion of the tribe of Judah is in the sun. The throne of Jesus is in the sun. Son of righteousness, Malachi 4. It's scripture now. The throne of God is in the S-U-N. It's there. He'll greet you there. You got to go higher. But it's the checkpoint of the overcomers. You can get sun sealed and stay there and still live forever. As Enoch says, those who walk in the light of the sun shall never die. It is written. First Enoch. Scripture. Those who walk in the light of the sun will never die. They'll never age. They'll never grow old. Which means we haven't done that. Now that we're doing that, there's going to be a regeneration. This is how some of you in your 70s, 80s, 90s, 100s, you'll go back to 22 years old looking. Truth anyhow. Not by me or any incantation or special revelation or mystical teaching. By the word. By God's original design. By Torah, Genesis 1, realities. By what the government of the sun is created by Jesus Christ. All you got to do is understand the steps. The Jacob's ladder. The secret stairway in the sky, it's called in Song of Solomon. And there does need to be some mystical teaching, some unraveling of scripture. Because the sun's mentioned like over 40 times in the Bible. The moon's mentioned like 80 times in the Bible. These are biblical things that belong to Christians, the born-again race. We just haven't been taught righteousness. Now comes forth the teachers of righteousness, the preachers of righteousness. That's my job. And I will preach all the righteousness of the heavens. So people begin to put the puzzle pieces together. Revelations start to click. Angels activated, ministering spirits helping you. Hearts softened, more vulnerable, listening, hearing, rising, more light, more emanation, more Shekinah, more light, more glory, less sin, less darkness, less fornication, less nakedness, more clothing of the celestial garments. For the only clothing that makes you not naked, according to the book of Revelation, is clothed in the cosmos clothed in the sun. Revelation 12. Otherwise, you're naked, poor, pitiful, pitiful, blind, naked. So we think that we are clothed because of charismatic giftedness. It's nakedness. The gifts are not clothing. Okay? 1 Corinthians 12 through 14 is not clothing. It's gifts to get into clothing. Truth anyhow. If you just use the gifts at clothing, you are still naked in word of knowledge ministries. Naked before God. You have no clothing. Clothing, according to Revelation, is cosmic. It is sun, moon, and stars. The overcomers that use gifts on the earth are all naked gift users. Worldwide Ministries International Inc. And that's half the whoring church of the charismatic garbage right now. And they just use the things of the Spirit 
in the earthly nakedness. It's all fornication because it's all selfishness because it is for God. You'd use it for what is prescribed to go up higher for God. You'd use it for God, not for self. The fact that they prostitute themselves to the gifts of the Spirit, they've grown in nakedness, which means they've grown in darkness with the things of God of the new covenant. Truth anyhow, which means we need to grow in clothing. A lot of people do it in ignorance. Remove the ignorance. There's tender-hearted people out there that will soften their hearts once they get the revelation that's higher than them. Come on, the rock that's higher than them. Take me to the rock that's higher than me. What rock do you think that is? The sun. Take me into the sun. That's a rock higher than you. And when you're standing on it, go to a rock higher than that. You know what that's called? Mars. Truth, anyhow. Then you're going to see all the billionaire warlocks that use these planetary spheres and are like, populate Mars. Elon Musk, and who's a 32nd degree warlock, Scottish Rite Freemason idiot, and he's just stealing people's inheritances all over the world, and we just like him because he's doing some stuff. I tell you what, guys. I like Christians. I like people with the Holy Ghost and with the, with the seal of the circumcision of the heart. I like the Israel of God. I don't want to see anyone without the mark of circumcision in their heart have an inheritance in the second heavens. They're a thief and a robber, even if you like some of their policies, even if they are Republican, even if they are conservative, even if they are pro-life. Get over it. Look for the mark of Israel. Look for the Shekinah. Look for the overcomer's spheres. Get out of politics. Rise into government of day and night and stars and constellations and become the rulers of times and seasons and take back the heavens that belong to you. God gave them to you. Now rise up and take your Canaan in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. <laughs> Going to be a wild action adventure week. First of the month, tithes and offerings into this apostleship. God loves a cheerful giver. Give into the front lines. Sow into the son of righteousness. Give an offering into the altar of the sun and the teachers of cosmic righteousness pioneering it for the whole earth and every believer on it to rise up into the realm of the overcomers. That's what Red Letter Ministries is. You know, Bob Jones told all Minneapolis in 2010, Minneapolis is the government of God of all the earth. He only told them that after he told me that in front of everyone. So you got to get over the strife, over the competition, stop stealing from us, start tithing to us because we are worthy and it's righteousness and God commands it. Otherwise, you're, you're rank breakers and no one can rise from the dead by breaking rank. I don't care about the ideas you have in your head. You're wrong. They're going to burn. Rise up in obedience. Obey rank. Start tithing to the actual government of God prescribed to you for decades. Get over the competition, the envy and the strife. Rise up. Get your rewards flowing through you. Be a blessing, not a curse. Be from above and not below. And get over it and overcome and rule and reign with us in the heavenly Jerusalem as the Israel of God, clothed in the stars, clothed in the constellations, clothed in the overcomer's gifts sitting on my throne, ruling the nations with the scepter of righteousness and the morning star in our hands as it is written in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>
Acts 10. We'll do that right now. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter proceeded to speak, saying, In truth, I see that God shows no partiality. Rather, in every nation, whoever fears him and acts uprightly is acceptable to him. You know the word that he sent to the children of Israel as he proclaimed peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. He commissioned us to preach to the people and testify that he is the one appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him will receive forgiveness of sins through his name. The word of the Lord. And the people said, thanks be to God. Acts 10, 34 and 36, 42 and 43. Amen. Oh, I think I heard that out. Hold on. No, we're going to do that one more time. The mic goes off up here. <coughs> one more time. Take two. <laughs> this is all training for television anyway. <coughs> A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter proceeded to speak, saying, In truth, I see that God shows no partiality. Rather, in every nation, whoever fears him and acts uprightly is acceptable to him. You know the word that he sent to the children of Israel, as he proclaimed peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. He commissioned us to preach to the people and testify that he is the one appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him will receive forgiveness of sins through his name, the word of the Lord. And all the people said, thanks be to God. Woo! Amen. Bless you guys. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> the splendor of the King Clothed in majesty Let all the earth rejoice All the earth rejoice He wraps himself
Won't you lead us far?